0: News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. No, he isn't. Isn't
1: what? A a, a disagreement. (laughs) We'll start out with a disagreement. Joe's not Joe. He's somebody else. He's Pappy. (laughs) Pappy. I've never been Pappy. I'm
2: Papa. Papa. Oops, I'm sorry. (laughs) Pappy. Pappy sounds old. Papa sounds like it could be anybody. (laughs)
1: <laughs> all right. Papa is his favorite title. We call him a wide range of other names around here. Yes, you uh, particularly call me a wide range of other names. But they're all good. They're all positive. Mayor Shemokin Dam, chair of the CSVT Task Force, Pennsylvania Association of Broadcasters, legacy, aged, old uh, broadcaster is one of their titles. And, uh, he's so a hall, they have no such title in the Pennsylvania uh, Association of Broadcasters. <laughs> they do and double do. And uh, he's a Hall of famer for that reason. So Joe's across from me. I'm Mark Lawrence, subpar host of the show. I think that'll be plainly obvious if it hasn't already been. And uh, we invite you to call us today. we got open phones, nearly open phones, one 800 795 The nearly open phone number, one 800 You can email us at onthemark at and you can text us at 70236. i got the text connect machine working. And uh, you have to use the keyword OTM or we do not get it. So actually, sometimes we don't get it anyway. That's right. <laughs> <But> that's <laughs> We're an- thick some days. <laughs> that's another topic. Uh, let's see. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbear Motor Company. Upper right-hand corner, Joe, and then we got a caller. All right.
2: Dave in the Hill says, how do thousands of people from Haiti show up on our border in Texas? I'm sure they didn't swim across the Caribbean and up the Rio Grande. Since Haiti is known for poverty, somebody must be funding the airlift. Maybe George Soros. It's a great question. We're sent. We're flying them back, but who flew them in? Well, I, I
1: don't. Th- I don't think they flew to Central America or, or uh, South America. I think they took boats and did whatever they could do to get there. But uh, some of the the one fellow that was just deported and put back in Haiti said his journey began three years ago. He'd been working his way, you know, through South America and of course doing some work there to sustain himself, and then up through Central America, and then finally. Got to, uh, walked across the border on that dam into del rio uh, well, that's or, one or guy or but what about
2: the other nine thousand all of the journeys so.
1: all of the journeys are months and months and months and years in the making so they all just happened
2: to show up at the same time they all started years ago but they all wound up at the border on the same day or within the same week boy what an amazing coincidence
1: and, w- but your main point is? My main point is you're nuts. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Well, we, that certainly was going to be difficult to argue against that. As you can tell, Joe's very skeptical about anything I say, and we invite you to correct me by calling 1 800 795 9565, and you can email us at onthemarket.com. If you want to correct Joe, call 1 800 795
2: 9565. May I modify that? You're naive. <laughs> okay. You may be nuts, but you definitely... Okay, well, what 90. am I
1: missing? What, what's really happening? This isn't
2: years... Somebody is somebody's funding their transportation to the southern border of the United States.
1: Oh, brother, who well, is this? George Soros probably. Uh, oh, and, and his motivation is to make the Texas blue uh, state... <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. All righty, folks. Well, there you heard it. See, you do not have to have rational, factual information to be on the radio, which leads us right to. (laughs) Now, now, be nice. I'm just harassing. harassing. Save me, save me,
2: Stan. Yeah, I know. Now,
3: now, Joe, is it wrong about Soros? Soros has said in the past that he wants to destroy the American way. Okay. Okay. That's all I'm going to say about that. So he'll do whatever he has to to uh, make that happen. And, and flooding, flooding this country with the illegals is going to make that happen if it continues. All right. okay. But that's not why it called. All right, Now, one thing is Biden today is supposed to speak in front of, the, I think I heard in news an hour and a half, in front of the U.N., the General Assembly today. That should be a real comedy show, in my opinion. I can hardly <laughs> wait to see the clips.
1: And they're very because, excited in New York, too, My dad.
3: Yeah. Do you think he'll go there up, uh, up on the podium with his mask on?
1: <laughs> oh, probably. Yeah, he's got these black masks that uh, have a little picture of the a little symbol of the White the House. Logo on. Well, yeah, I wonder if yeah. they, if, they stu- if they if the, if the
2: uh, his handlers will cut his audio feed as they did last week when he started <laughs> to go off script. And what really cracks me up is well, whether or not he'll say something like he said last week. Uh, Biden raised eyebrows last week when he told the crowd, "I'm supposed to stop and walk out of the room."
3: So. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, is, is that being is that on his little cue cards or is uh, that in an earpiece no, in his ear? No. Uh, I, I see I'd really like to know where, in, where that's coming from. And in conclusion, in my,
2: I can hear tell you what's going to happen. In conclusion, my fellow delegates from the United Nations, I must stop and walk out of the room.
1: <laughs> don't ad lib. And ladies and gentlemen, no yeah. ad libbing. Read this. Oh, but I'm supposed to not supposed to ad lib that. Anyway, yeah. go ahead, Stan. Yeah. That's uh, not why.
3: All right, yeah, that was that. I mean, that's, we'll have to wait and see what happens there. But as far as COVID, you know, Project Veritas has done its duty again. They've exposed what's going on in an HSS, yeah, HHS hospital out in Arizona. You know, and these doctors out there are saying basically the one doctor said, basically, I can't say the word because you will beat me. <laughs> she says, basically, the vaccines are crap. Uh and and then they had uh, and this this is a nurse one of the RNs is recording this okay undercover because one of her friends died from getting the shots that she didn't want to get shot but the shot but she was coerced into it and she died not a week less than a week later from it okay they put her in the hospital it, it, and and that, that's what motivated her to come forward and do what she's doing all right so this is all hidden cameras so the doctors and the people and the nurses that are speaking are speaking. Freely, they have no idea, so they're putting their honest opinion out there of what they think of the vaccine, what's being done to these people, how adverse reactions to the vaccine are not being properly reported by these hospitals. All right, and and they had a pharmacist on there, and and the nurse asked her about ivermectin, and she says, no, if I want to lose my job, I I, I'll I'll prescribe it, but we are forbidden from prescribing it, you know. And, and, Joe, and, well, and Mark, you both derided drug. ivermectin for whatever reason, because you call it a horse warmer. Yes, it is a horse warmer, but it's also yeah. designed and used for humans. And it's in, in 2015. The developers of it, the doctors, received a Nobel, Peace, a Nobel Prize for Medicine because of it.
1: So, Get at to it, deride yeah. it is doing everyone a disservice. <laughs> they received a Nobel Prize for ivermectin. Well, sure, the horses voted this yeah. year. They didn't. <laughs> no, no,
3: no. It was for the human use. It's used, used for humans. Now, it's an antiviral. Well, it's an anti. Uh, 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 Anti-wormer. What's what's, it, what's 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 A one of the wormer? Yeah, uh, parasite. Anti-parasite is its primary use. But doctors around the world have been using it as, as an antiviral to help treat early cases of COVID. Now, if you wait too long, it's you know like hydroxychloroquine. They determine that if they wait and the people get too far along, it yes, it's very ineffective. But if they caught early enough, it has some good efficiency and effectiveness. All right, that's what they've been doing. But you know if if you're flat out say no you can't use it because you know the government says so how many people have died because of that nobody will be ever be able to quantify that because we know people have died
2: because of ivermectin but you know if i have two choices here one is to take a horsewormer, and <laughs> the on. other is to not, get a, a vaccine. Not a horsewormer, Joe, and I want you to get off that because that's a lie. Okay? Now, Joe's you can go to Tractor off.
3: Supply and buy the horsewormer variety, okay? okay? All right? And, and if you take that whole pill, yes, you're going to be harmed by it because it's way overdosed. But if you go to a doctor and they properly prescribe it, it may have some af- good effect, we don't know, because they haven't done enough good studies okay, in this country. But, Stan, but in other countries, they have been using it.
2: You and I agree more often than we disagree, but here's the thing. We have empirical proof that, as you say, the vaccine may harm some people, but there is no doubt that it's done good for far more people. So if I was going to place my faith in any drug, I would place it in the vaccines developed specifically to try and keep me safe from this virus before I would invest in a pill that was primarily used to deworm horses.
3: Okay. All right. Okay. Let's, Let's stop there. Okay. It is what it is with that. All right, you ain't gonna change your mind, and you ain't gonna change my mind because okay. you know they, they 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 won't prescribe it. You know, most doctors you know it, it is you can get it. I I'll tell you that you can get it if you if you work at it, you can get it. Okay. But the other thing is this uh, the antibody treatment that they have, the uh, monoclonal blah blah whatever it is. Yeah, the uh, Regeneron. All right. <laughs> They're not giving that to everybody. In an early stage is when that does its most good. I have a guy that I work with, okay? He got it three weeks ago. He got his test. I, I worked with him. I was around him when he had it. didn't get it. Okay, he got his test, all right? He was, he was positive. He called his doctor. They said basically what the doctor told him, stay home, self-medicate, take Tylenol for the pain, and if you have trouble breathing, come see us. They would offer zero, zero, any type of uh treatment that may have helped relieve the, the issues with it. None. They told him, unless you have you know, breathing problems, you don't come see us. We don't want to see you. That's basically what they told him. That, in my opinion, is a crime. Okay, If they're not willing to help treat somebody with stuff that they know has a good possibility of working, nothing's 100% because obviously these vaccines aren't 100%, are they?
2: But what kind of symptoms did this guy have? Uh,
3: zero taste, zero smell, he still can't taste. So what are they going to do he for says that? he laid, laid on the couch for a week, you know, serious headache, and it wiped him out as far as energy. Okay. He could barely move.
2: But aren't you putting All the right? cart in front of the horse? I mean, would you rather have a, a drug that prevents you from getting the disease or a treatment that... It doesn't prevent. Well, I haven't gotten it so far, and everybody and, and, I know who's vaccinated good. hasn't.
3: But it, but if it prevented, there wouldn't be people in the hospital with COVID that have been fully vaccinated, Correct.
2: Right, but the majority of people in the hospitals are those uh, who have not about been vaccinated. I not the majority.
3: Well, okay? I do. <laughs> I care that you're telling me it's, it, it prevents. It doesn't prevent. It may help lessen the, the symptoms, but it doesn't prevent.
2: Well, then isn't that the treatment you were looking for for your guy on the couch? If he had had that, he wouldn't have had no, as no, many well, symptoms. Well,
3: not necessarily. We don't <laughs> know. But he has a choice to make. He made the choice. He didn't want it. Which is his choice? You know this medical tyranny that we're going through with this, you know, mandates and stuff at work and everything else. That's all it is—is is tyranny.
2: Okay, you you're, called, you're saying, saying it's Trump his, a tyrant. You're saying it's his choice whether or not to get vaccinated. Vaccinated, isn't it a doctor's choice whether or not to prescribe what's primarily an animal medication <laughs> for human beings? Isn't it's that their choice? It's not primarily
3: an animal medication. It's for human use. It is designed, it has been used for human de- use, it's an old drug. Maybe that's the problem. The pharmaceutical companies can't make any money
1: off of it. <laughs> Man, that's what right.
3: seems to be the problem with a lot of it.
4: According they can't make money off
1: of it. To, according to Snopes, which is a fact-checking organization. But liberal.
4: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm.
1: According to Snopes... <laughs> Ivermectin was developed to fight infections caused by parasitic worms in both humans and people. And COVID-19... Humans are people. Or, um, humans and animals. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. COVID- I
3: understand that, Mark. I fully understand that. Hold on and a second. And doctors have but, used but drugs more. off hold, for hold, years. Stand, hold on there's
1: there's more. a second. There's more. Ivermectin was developed to fight infections caused by parasitic worms in humans and animals. COVID-19 is not caused by parasitic worms. But it is true. Winning the Nobel Prize was... Uh, the scientists who developed ivermectin did win a Nobel Prize, and specifically for this drug because of its uh, s- effectiveness in treating parasites. Even though a virus isn't a parasite, but nonetheless, people, it isn't? Say, people People, me, no, no, it's not.
3: Let, let me stop you there. A virus isn't a parasite. A parasite is anything that invades your body, correct? No, Bacteria, no, no, virus, that's not a parasite. It, it's a parasite. <laughs> no. I, I don't care. it's a disease. It's a parasite.
1: Okay. Now I'll you look. may,
3: you, you, you may want to, you know, a
1: parasite's whatever. not a disease. In my opinion it's a parasite. <laughs> okay, way well, in your opinion, but in your medical opinion, you wouldn't be allowed to go up the hill and, and do work up there because your medical opinion. Well, I, false. I, I would
3: never ask that to do that because, <laughs> quite frankly, I, I can't stand to be around sick people. Just just
1: saying. <laughs> all right, we'll give them some ivermectin and. Uh, they get the how, vaccine. But,
3: but <laughs> yeah, there's, like I said, there's doctors all around the world, and there's doctors in this country that are also prescribing it, and you don't hear about them because the news media, social media, they all block them.
1: I don't think it is. And like I said, you have to prescribe it. I think it's available.
3: No, no, no. To prescribe the proper dosage. Okay. The doctors determine the proper dosage for the weight of the patient. That's how it's prescribed. Gotcha. All right. And if it's given early enough, and I ain't saying it's hundred percent. But why wouldn't you try something that could possibly lessen the severity <laughs> and possibly get rid of it? Okay. But we won't because it's not politically correct.
1: All right. We have to go. <laughs> Our audience. Oh uh,
3: yeah, you laugh if you want. i That's laughing. just the way it is. But Veritas has banned within an hour or two of off social media when they put the video up they put up last night what? look it up
1: they did not
3: because oh. they were exposed <laughs> yes they were because they were exposing no they were not. what is going on oh. from the doctor's own mouth when they were being honest
1: one of our listeners says, oh, my gosh, get the hook out. Get rid of this guy. I'm going to stab myself in the eye with a well, marker. Well, tell
3: him, tell your tell your listener that maybe he better <laughs> open his eyes and see what's going on.
1: He's
2: a
3: Okay, serious. the medical tyranny in this country is ridiculous.
2: Well, they can't open All their
1: right. eyes. So there's going to be a marker Stan, in them. Stan's 100% right. The doctors <laughs> did win a Nobel Prize for this drug in physiology. All right. Thank you so much, Stan. Really appreciate thank the call. Thank you. All right. All right, we've got to take a break now. That was uh, 11 good minutes of common sense. Well, we had a call coming in, but they have apparently gave up. we would like <laughs> people to refute anything you just heard if you so choose and if Tom you think says, you can.
2: i thought one flew over the cuckoo's nest was a great oh. movie but live
1: on on the mark i don't think so <laughs> uh stan's laughing i know that to be true after that comment all right 1-800-795 i'm sorry i slay myself here all right 1-800-795-9565 we'll be right back All right, we're still laughing here, but we are enjoying ourselves on WKOK's On The Mark program. Stan put us in our place because the uh, ivermectin doctors did win a Nobel Prize. Hard to believe. 1-800-795-9565. Well, had a unanimous vote from the horses. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. One of our listeners is curious about Stan himself saying? Wants to know if Stan is wormed. Is dewormed. <laughs> dewormed. No, they
2: say wormed. Okay. Well, which will be the same thing. Right. I think Look, so. I, I understand where Stan's coming from. We have this story about Black Lives Matter today and, and the fact that they're somewhat vaccine resistant. We'll get to that maybe at some point. But, you know, here's the choice we know that the the vaccine does do some good. I'm sorry, but there are people who are not getting this disease because they have been vaccinated. Mm -hmm. And to say that if I were going to place my faith in anything, I would place it in that before I would try some unknown technology. I mean, what am I going to do next? If that doesn't work, am I going to drink Clorox because someone said the president of the United States suggested we do that?
1: Well, people are are nervous because the vaccine is new. And so they are, you know, I think that's sound policy. I think you should check it But you'll find at one point, doctors, the polio vaccine was new at one point, the smallpox vaccine. Right. Was and new. you'll find. But we have had vaccines that have ended up injuring people. So I, I think skepticism. is. What was normal. the last
2: one that was really a, a danger to society? I don't recall any.
1: Oh well, then you don't pay attention to medical news. I All mean, right, well, been
2: you, obviously you do. Give me a name. Uh,
1: thalidomide. How about that? Well, that's not a vaccine.
2: Thalidomide's not a vaccine. Right, no, that
1: was a drug. But that was uh, that was a drug that was approved and tested and said to be safe and well, given. We're talking to
2: a, about specifically vaccines. They're created. Oh, okay. For one, so I have to have a okay, one well, thing we'll in the, mind to oh, we'll solve rely on one the audience particular problem,
1: ladies and gentlemen. What is a vaccine that turned out to have some unknown harmful effects? I know there've been a couple of noteworthy there ones. Was
2: the one for the swine flu years ago, back in the 70s, oh, okay. that, so that did in some cases cause Guillain-Barré syndrome,
5: okay, which so isn't one.
2: necessarily fatal and it isn't necessarily long-lasting.
1: Well, I was listening to Nicki Minaj's tweet feed over the weekend, and she said that there is <laughs> right.
2: her cousin's friend had his. Testicles swell and he became impotent.
1: Right, and s- now
2: that's no. not a medical f- story. That's an opinion based on hearsay.
1: Just an anecdote. So, all right, vaccines that have ended up with injurious after effects. One 9565 you can email us at onthemark at WDKOK.com, and you can text us at 70236. Joe says there's only one, and that was the swine flu one. Yeah, but it wasn't a major a
2: problem. I mean, it was some people were affected by it. Uh, Every drug okay. adversely infects All right, we'll give that one a half a
1: point then and instead of a full point since Joe says it wasn't a significant... I mean, uh, Stan's making it sound like there are people who are actively getting seriously ill from this one. He never said that at all. He's only we're talking about... Uh, are doctors being muted if they talk about negative impacts about that? That was his point. All 800 I don't think they're being muted. I just think they're being overwhelmed by uh, everybody else. All 800 Kind of muting, isn't it? Well, no, I think drowning out's not the same as mute. I mean, Facebook mutes people they don't like, but uh, when it comes to doctors with uh, some opinions, I think they just get drowned out by, you know, physicians and other people with other their opinions. Dale, you're on the mark. Go right ahead.
6: Yeah, I just want to say everything that's happening with the migrants, the same thing happened in uh, Europe 10 years ago with all the migrants. All it is, is is it's a transfer of ownership. Our federal government don't own the country no more, and the uh, United Nations does, so we should just do like the Democrats to accept it instead of like The UN
1: you know, owns the U.S.? Yeah,
6: keep from the federal government and just give it to the United Nations. Yeah, I believe that's what we should do. Democrats are doing it. I think that's a good plan instead of fighting with each other.
1: What about the Bar Association? Where do they factor in?
6: Well, they're just a little tool, the United Nations. Oh, I got oh, your case so that.
1: Oh, I thought yeah, they were I running just, it.
6: I just want I, I wanted to say, you know, all the migrants and all that. The IMF warned us in Obama's first administration is that cut government in half or face the consequences. We refused that and kept borrowing and stopped balancing budgets. Now we we had no choice but now to borrow, because Democrats already accepted new ownership. So our federal government, we need to stop paying them, stop, stop funding our federal government because they're not fight, they're not, they're not sticking up for our values. There's new values coming, just like Europe, just like Europe. Just look, look ten years ago, look what happened. The United Nations claimed ownership with all of the European countries.
2: They did. I I missed that story. When did they do that?
6: Well, what do you mean, uh, Merkel uh, sold sold that their Germany was was within three days or four days, didn't they?
2: They sold they Germany out. within three or four they, days to whom?
6: They sold. They sold. Merkel sold Germany in three days, didn't she? Or was it or was it a week? I, that bad.
2: You've lost me. Who she did she up. sell it she to?
6: whom up. did she Basically, sell it? Basically, she gave up the fight. Remember, they were fighting for two or three days until all the migrants came in. She gave up and stepped back. She moved to uh, Austria. You don't know that? You didn't know that?
2: No, I'm sorry. Back? I didn't. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I'm living eight. under a rock, I guess. Come on, man. So okay.
6: I think we should just give up and like Democrats accept new ownership. Stop the federal government. Our military works for the United Nations. They don't work for the United States taxpayers no more. Sorry. It's just no possible way. Well, guess... We overspent. We didn't cut government. The IMF used the United Nations as their, their uh, manpower. Now they came in and just took the country. So let's accept it and just borrow, keep borrowing money. That's all we need to do. Well, you
2: make Democrats it sound very are, easy.
6: Well, the Democrats are on a smarter trail instead of fighting, fighting each other. You know, we can't do nothing. It's sold. The country's sold. Period. Our military sold. Everything sold. Stop funding the federal government. They're not sticking up for your values. Period.
2: What we get for Period. it? Uh, Are we in better shape financially? Well,
6: basically, you kept borrowing money. Then you never balanced budget. You just kept making government bigger and bigger.
2: No, but a sale implies somebody got something in return. (laughs) What did we get in return?
6: Well, we got the cash and and, uh, payment. That's what happened. It was time to pay the piper, and we didn't have the money to pay. We just wanted to borrow more money. Now they claimed ownership, period. Joe, where you at, man?
2: I'm still there. under the same rock I've been at, apparently. <laughs> well, basically <laughs> it it's made. not the
6: United States no more, period. They, they, our government don't stick up for our values, period. It's sold. Accept it. Stop fighting with each other. It's our own fault. Now let's just borrow, borrow, borrow. I'm with the Democrats. Just keep borrowing.
2: That's How it. do we buy it back?
6: <laughs> How we buy it back? Cut government down to uh, a third of what it is, a fourth. But, you know... Th- it is what it is we were warned the imf war united states united
1: nations all right thank you so much i gotta get back to my rock all right one of our listeners says the current anthrax vaccine which was licensed in 1970 uh, did result in some negative side effects for the u.s military soldiers who received it uh in the 1990s i guess how so. bad were they? You may. Uh, well, I don't. I don't know. What the listener says the anthrax shot was found to be harmful to the military. Seemed to be quite a few articles about that. Um, I vaguely remember talking about that, but uh, there are still anthrax vaccines in use. That's what the CDC says, but it doesn't really talk about uh, military. But there is quite a bit of conversation about that. So, there, and there was something to that. I do recall.
2: How many died?
1: The side effects. Don't recall. Anybody? Yeah, I knew them all. It was 20. 20 people died. Well, you I made knew the them.
2: assertion. I'm just trying to dis- uh, determine I'm the extent saying, of your knowledge.
1: Stan says the anthrax fou- vaccine was found to be harmful to the military, and that is a true statement. Another vaccine. We'll take another one, folks. Any vaccine that's caused any harm at all whatsoever, give us a buzz. 1-800-795-9565. Joe says there's none. He's got his head under the same rock that the Bar Association put on top of him. This is WKOK Sunbury.
0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Greetings. Welcome on board of the KOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is here. He's busily looking up the negative side effects of many vaccines over the years. Haven't found any. Although most have been because of manufacturing errors that made a dose or or a couple of hundred, two, three thousand of the doses either fatal or harmful. But uh, he still hasn't found any vaccine that just by its very nature caused problems but they found quite a few uh, long list of vaccines doses have caused issues because no, of manufacturer dilemmas. One.
2: We found one. No,
1: there's there's dozens of cases where they've manufactured a vaccine and then something went wrong in the manufacturer and okay. either had a live dose that or a be toxin. That would long
2: past for the vaccines we have now.
1: Well some of them go into the 2000s where no, no, vaccines. No, I'm talking
2: about the ones for the coronavirus. If there were going to be such problems as early on with Mm -hmm. mistakes in manufacturing, they would have shown up by now, right? Would you agree with me on that?
1: Potentially, I guess, but not all negative side effects have gone on or have uh, popped up yet. All right. Um, I, look, I'm, I get vaccinated. I think it's perfectly good. I'll get my booster when the time comes. I'm just saying that we, we should look at all the facts associated with this. Uh, we got a caller standing by and another one coming in. We got a couple of emails pending and we got uh, three texts ready to read. So we'll be reading those shortly. one 800 the Telephone number, and you can email us at on the at And you can text us at 70236, include the keyword OTM. If you've never used the Text Connect system, you just have to text the word WKOK to 70236. That puts you in. You'll get a nice, friendly welcome message. And then uh, you, from then on, you will receive Text Connect messages from us, uh, which is probably just uh, once or twice a month or so. And uh, that's breaking news that kind of thing. Uh, but you can also use it for two-way communication. Text us at 70236. Include the key word OTM. We do have some very brief news headlines here. U.S. Congressman Dan Muser having another telephone town hall at is today, 7.30 p.m. You'll be able to listen to him give an update from Capitol Hill and uh, take calls from individuals uh, who live in the 9th District. And uh, we have the number to call at WKOK.com. Folks are getting the booster jab in Northumberland County. Fully uh, 601 individuals have received an additional dose of the COVID-19 vaccine from Moderna or Pfizer in the form of booster shots. These are individuals who are immunocompromised. Since August 13th, the State Department of Health says 601 people got a booster. In Snyder County, 102 residents got a booster. Union County, 177 folks got the booster. And Montour County says for uh, 273 people who are immunocompromised, they've received a booster, those numbers out from the State Department of Health. As the fall legislative session gets underway in Harrisburg, Republican leaders are weighing on on the possibility of some pandemic-related mandates. Senate Majority Leader Kim Ward says many in the Senate GOP caucus believe decisions about pandemic-related mandates should be made at the local level.
7: Giving people and parents in the process because they know
3: what's in the best interest of their families and their communities. I think it's fair to say you'll likely see our caucus review and take additional actions related to the mask and vaccine mandates as part of our fall session. House Majority Leader Kerry Benninghoff says he's thinking about the best way to address decisions about mask and vaccine mandates.
1: We have some sp- specific initiatives
3: that I need to speak with the caucus on to see where their support is on several different ideas.
1: House Speaker Brian Cutler wants people to know that their concerns about mandates are being heard. Mark Sims, News Radio, 1070, WKOK. Associated Press reporting this morning. Lou Barletta has signed a no tax increase pledge. The former congressman who's seeking a Republican nomination for governor of Pennsylvania has signed a pledge from the conservative anti tax Washington based group that commits him to oppose any and all tax increases. The pledge, sponsored by Americans for Tax Reform, commits the signer to the state's taxpayers to oppose and veto any and all efforts to increase tax. Texas Congressman Barletta said he has no problem with that. National News, a Texas doctor who admitted in an op-ed to violating the state's new law that bans abortions after six weeks has been sued. Two lawsuits, one from a Chicago man and the other filed by a plaintiff in Arkansas who happens to be under home confinement while serving a 15-year prison sentence. Uh, Both those lawsuits were filed Monday against the doctor. Alan Braid is a physician practicing in San Antonio uh, who is now the subject of those lawsuits. And finally, a couple is uh, kicked out of a Texas restaurant for wearing a mask. No, not going in without a mask, but for wearing one in Texas, where folks who are vaccinated uh, can so choose to wear a mask if they want, uh, went into a restaurant and their waitress told them to take the masks off. As per the owner's instructions, when they refused, they were asked to leave the restaurant. The owner said it's a private business and he doesn't want any masks in there, and he said it is purely political that they were kicked Well, you always
2: argue that private business can do whatever it
1: wants.
2: (laughs) I'm sure you're going to be supporting this guy in Texas.
1: Uh, Maybe. I don't know. I'll have to think about that. There's more to the story. All right. 1-800... that
2: was it. It was simple.
1: Okay. 1-800-795-9565. Let's see. One of our listeners sends us uh, a... um, HPV vaccine was recalled in 2013 because of issues associated with uh, uh, individual batch... A rotavirus vaccine uh, that came out in 2010 I'm trying to see uh, so these are
2: manufacturing issues not efficacy issues
1: right yeah exactly right right but I, I think our general heading here is vaccines that cause negative outcomes and these are vaccines that were issued because of manufacturing areas uh, errors called uh, cause negative outcomes the vaccine may be 100 so that's fine. no difference
2: what was that restaurant the other year that had a problem with salmonella I mean, it's no different. <laughs> it? uh, it's, it's, not, it's an isolated incident. It's not a vaccine that caused death or harm that was released willy-nilly and the public became seriously ill as the result of it.
1: Right. Swine flu is, list, is on this list. So yeah, there's a long list. Uh, at least uh, a dozen different vaccines are recalled occasionally, some permanently, some just temporarily because of a manufacturing dilemma. All right. Uh, Don has been very patiently waiting. Thank you so much for calling in, sir. You are on the mark.
8: Hi. Good morning. Thank you. Um, so, th- to respond to your question, there is one that I'm aware of that that uh, was remarkable and was recalled because of efficacy issues and side effects. It was called Rotashield, R R-O-T-A- O <clears> T A <throat> S H I E L D, and it came out in 1998 to prevent rotavirus in infants and um, younger people. And within a year, they they realized it was causing um, uh, uh, what could be a fatal side effect and was a fatal side effect in some people where it would fold your intestines on itself and and cause um, intestinal blockage, but even in that case the the adverse event reporting system in the United States is strong enough such that physicians were reporting it enough that it was found, and we 're not seeing anything like that with these with these vaccines so i I wanted to answer your question on that on the on the one that was recalled, but I don't see it as any reason to not get vaccinated for for COVID.
2: Well, they they had only affected 15 infants in the study I saw, and that they only postponed it. They didn't ban it. They postponed it until November of 1999. So apparently uh, from then on, you can use it, but uh, there are guidelines that weren't in place at the time.
8: That, that drug was entirely pulled from the market because of the, fa- the incidence of fatalities from its use. So Rotashield was, was pulled, um, uh, was no longer recommended. It was released in August of 1999. It was no longer recommended about a year after, and then it was removed from the market entirely.
2: Hmm, I don't see that here, so maybe the story isn't complete.
1: Yeah, there's and there and then there's been a half a dozen other cases where vaccines were recalled because of incidents. You know, the Cutter incident in 1955, the swine flu vaccine in 1976, which Joe knew about that one. Uh, let's see, who had the uh, H. H, where is it? Uh, I'm sorry. HPV vaccine recall in 2013, but again, that was because of a Merck and company batch that caused some negative outcomes. Yeah, my only point I- is that the individuals like Joe who feel as though vaccines are flawlessly safe and never cause any side effects or lasting issues, uh, there is no such medicine that he's describing if he describes it that way. Thank you so much, Don. I appreciate yeah, and
8: I, if I could add just one thing, I mean, I, I think please. it's. Every Every drug on the market has side effects. Even aspirin is an irreversible platelet inhibitor, and in some people it causes terrible problems. So it's best just to talk to your doctor, but we have a choice of vaccines right now, uh, three of them, that could really save your life. And if you're worried about the really new mRNA technology, the J&J vaccine is great, and it's it's close to 100% effective against hospitalizations, and it uses an older inactivated cold virus technology that's been around for years. It's the vaccine I got. I'm a pharmacist. Um, So it should be your choice, your individual choice, to get vaccinated or not, but I highly recommend it because it's saving a lot of lives, and we have three to choose from. So thanks for... An opportunity to comment. Well, hey,
2: thank you for calling, Don. You're certainly an informed caller and we appreciate that and I agree but, with you completely.
1: Uh, we'd have to ask that you shy away from On The Mark because of the factual information related to this. We will never have a show in the future if we just stick to the facts. So, but, uh,
2: He's <laughs> being facetious. Laugh,
1: <laughs> they are not
8: great in the entertainment department, so <laughs> you'll have no... Fe- uh, I'll be a real rebel rouser
1: oh, for sure. perfect. All right. Excellent. Thank you so much. Thanks, Don. All right. Thank you so much. 1-800-795-9565. Last caller before the break. That was would be Dan from New Berlin. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark.
9: Hey, good morning, guys. Well, it's like the the gentleman just on said the two most popular serums are pushing, working the mRNA, you know, RNA part, and they're not a vaccine. That is not a vaccine, which you people in the media keep calling it that. So it, that's the first slide. Well, it's
1: not in the media. Fact, media is reporting on what the federal government and the manufacturers are calling it. The feds and the manufacturers call it a vaccine. Now, you, I think you're in the right. Uh, I don't think yeah. it, is. it does fit the true definition. But no. uh, it, it's, it's not just the media erroneously reporting it. That's what the manufacturer and the government, the regulators, call it. They
9: changed the definition for this they changed the definition to call it a vaccine before it wouldn't have been called a vaccine. And by the way, I have a, a couple other media outlets aren't propagating a the lie. There's a couple great Christian stations, not the big ones in this area, but the smaller ones, they're not putting the lie out there and calling it a vaccine. But if it was truly a vaccine, I would I would say take it if you did if you didn't have the never got the virus take it but if it's not a vaccine you're, you're get shooting in the dark you don't know what you're gonna end up with and uh, I uh, have a friend works in the hospital I won't say which one he talked with him Friday I think it was he said that day, three people that had the quote-unquote vaccine came in with all they had the COVID-19. So, if it was what they said it was, we wouldn't be getting it after we take the quote-unquote vaccine. I had to take. I'm not an anti vaxxer I'm an anti-serum. When you're taking a shot in the dark. I had the polio, vac. it's the true vaccine, as the pharmacist said. It was taken from the disease, from the virus, was taken from polio. I took two, the first one in 1957. I can't remember which we got first. The live vaccine, or the dead vaccine, the dead vaccine. I should say the dead virus or the living virus. I got one then in 62, I took the one you could drink out of a cup. So I had both of them. Guess what? I never worried a bit about getting polio. So they were true vaccines, but the American people are being fed a bill of goods, putting this at odds against each other because of a lie. So, ha- there's more to this than meets the eye on the surface. They want you to line up like a sheep, even if you already had, like me, I had the virus. They want me to line up anyway, and I'd have to be crazy to do that. Okay. You know, that's what I'm saying. There's more to this story. You're being trained. <laughs> You're being trained.
1: When your
9: (laughs) government tells you something, you go do it. They're smarter than you are as an individual. You you
2: and Dale ought to hang out together. You both believe we're being sheep led to the slaughter.
9: (laughs) Well, this is a practice session. This isn't the real market of the uh, beast. Listen, the problem, problem I
2: the problem I see here is you either believe in medical science or you either believe in the doctors to say that you're being misled, you're being lied to. I come on, Dan, that's bunk they're they're giving you the best advice they have based on the science we all hear follow the science follow the science i had the vaccine i did not die i am not sick i have had no side effects my 12 year old grandson had it same thing with him my entire family has had the vaccine none of us have had any ill ill effects other than a slight injection pain on the day we got the shot and a couple of chills after the second shot that's it you know if, if if this is so harmful, as you say it is, shouldn't we be rotting or something now?
9: We don't know that we don't know down the road what's going to happen. You don't know down the road what's going to happen. You're talking about right now if it was so great, why are many of the people that took it going in the hospital now with the disease? Why is that?
2: Because some people's re, uh, immune systems don't respond as well as other people's. That's why.
9: And was I worried when I got the uh, polio vaccine? Well, you that said I you weren't, but I wasn't not... worried a bit. I knew once I had that, I was good. This, co- if it, like I tried to tell you, this is not a vaccine. What you people, most of you, are taking. But
2: is it a preventative at all? And I think it is. No, well, you not heard. At you all. just heard a drugist. like
9: the mask wearing.
2: You just heard it's a pharmacist not, on this program say that it was. You think I he's don't
9: lying? They can say whatever they have to. They follow a certain dogma. It might not be true. <laughs> but they're, you're. Well, you can laugh all you want. No, I'm just
1: laughing. You're you're accusing other individuals of following a dogma, and you're following the anti vaxxer dogma.
9: Uh-uh, but I'm that's all right. Against, that's I, your prerogative. Vaccines, yes, definitely. Don't be crazy. Take your. I'm not an anti-vaxer. I took a lot of vaccines, but I will. I would not take the two that they're promoting more than any. Because they're not a vaccine. They're Great. not a vaccine. You're being
1: <laughs> if, told if that it, it is. If they call, if and they st- it isn't. So you would take it if they stop calling it a vaccine and start calling it. No, a... No, I
9: said if it was a true vaccine, and I didn't have, I never had COVID-19, and I, and it was a true vaccine, I'd be in line like the rest All to right. get it. But it's not a vaccine. And you, you, if you're taking it, you're falling for the lie. <laughs> and
1: All right.
2: that's just the truth. We got and you.
1: All right. Well, thank you, you, you so know, much.
2: Always welcome to hear other opinions. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate your call. Yeah, thank you very much. Take call. All and right. Guys, All right. 1-800-795-9565. Nine nine five five that's our toll-free we'll hotline. will let Dan I'm, speak. He I'm wants sorry, to say goodbye. Done. Go ahead, Dan. Yep. You guys have a
9: great day. <laughs> hey. And gradually, down the road you're gonna learn to know what i'm telling you now i'm just telling you <laughs> on ahead
1: no in advance all right we got you and all I, right
9: you know i said that, a year ago nope we gotta go we gotta go dan name. that's
2: it bye
1: all right and
9: you guys have a great hey,
1: week you too buddy thank you so much all right is our open phone uh when we come back what are we talking about what's the top line there
2: uh, black Lives Matter protesters gathered at Carmine's in New York well, City on Monday to accuse the Italian silly. restaurant of racism following a recent altercation between a hostess and a f- black f- uh, tourist, evolving masks oh. and the coronavirus.
1: All 800 <laughs> We will be right back. <laughs> I think that's Hearst. Okay, right. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. That sure isn't. Um, what that <laughs> music picture oh, okay. There. And so we're looking at the Connecticut Post one of our listeners sent us a clipping from a CT Insider which is part of the Hearst Corporation Connecticut Post and uh, they have a list of vaccines that have gone bad so uh, we appreciate that but again all manufacturing issues minus the rotavirus vaccine which turned out to be efficacious and turned out to be harmful but other than that uh, the vaccines they talk about it. it's all isolated incidents where the vaccination manufacturer went awry. But i doesn't want the
2: rotavirus give you a good clue? Uh, there were 15 people, 15 infants, that had that uh, side effect, and mm-hmm. they canceled the whole drug because of that. Okay. So, I mean, if there were really empirical evidence that people are dying or having horrible side effects as a result of this, the government would announce it. I mean, the CDC would announce it. Oh, you
1: mean because of these vaccines? Right. and No, these mean, vaccines are did. safe. I we mean, know that made to be a, true. They,
2: none of them are safe. Safe. Hmm? Did you just say none of them are safe?
1: No, they're all safe.
2: Okay, I agree with you on that. one eight hundred
1: seven nine five nine five six five 795 9565 is our telephone number. I want to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. I have been there. I've purchased vehicles there. I've driven their vehicles for free so that I can talk about them on the radio. And I invite you to do what I've done. That's Start your process for your next vehicle at sunburymotors.com. You can even get a guesstimate on the trade-in value of the vehicle you, that you're going to trade in. They do have some new vehicles coming in. There is a slight waiting list, so they're not taking folks right in the front door and say, hey, which of these wonderful fantastic new vehicles do you want? They do have a few vehicles down there. They sold two of those <laughs> yellow range Now they have another color down there. I don't know what it looks like, kind of a grayish-green to me. But in any event, uh, that's the Sunbury Motor Company, and they got a wide range of vehicles available, pre-owned, and a few new ones. And, of course, as the chip shortage eases, they're going to work through the backlog of individuals looking for a Ford, Hyundai, or Kia. we would enjoy you to join that queue, save a lot of money, and plus you're getting super top dollar for your vehicle, even though your vehicle might not be in for a month or two because of the chip shortage. You're getting today's prices on your used vehicle, twenty-five or $30,000 for the used vehicle that you trade in. So that's a fantastic uh, buy-off there, and you're going to lock that in for when your new vehicle comes in. They even have a couple of folks who ordered the Ford Lightning electric truck. So you can do, as many people have done, ordered up their next vehicle at the Sunbury Motor Company. I did it. You can do it. SunburyMotors.com is uh, where you start out that whole process. You know, uh, are we going to clear these, or what? Well,
2: the interesting thing, when you stop to think about it, is that everybody here, I mean, Dan accused us of following a a lie, we're being lied to, we're Mm -hmm. sheep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess Dale said the same thing, basically in a slightly different way. <laughs> but, you know, if, if you come to the conclusion that people are out to get you, that this is not working, that the scientists are lying to us, that people are, have some vested interest in killing us or okay. making us subservient to them through some chip
1: that's the Bar the vaccine. Right, yeah. That's, <laughs> vaccine. One of our listeners says, hey, that's the real reason that there's a chip shortage it's all going in the vaccines. Well, if
2: you believe that stuff then, you know, you're going to believe that these vaccines are dangerous. But off on the other hand, and I think common sense should tell you, that what, what possible benefit is there to the government and the scientists to kill us, to harm us?
1: Uh, to give Democrats more power in Washington, D.C. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. It's all I can think of. I mean, uh, there is no... Give government more power in you, general? You, you
2: have to be logical about these things. The New what World the Order? Benefit? Oh, okay. The Great Reset.
1: Yes. There we go. If I knew if I (laughs) struck at enough conspiracy theories... But I don't know
2: why, why even that would apply. I mean, let's face it. There is no real interest in the government to harm us. Mind control. On one hand, they want to give us everything, which I think is stupid. They want to, you know, they want to take care of me from cradle to grave. But I have no reason to believe that the government is intentionally out to harm me by taking vaccines that were developed not by them, but by private enterprise which we all tout, and at least I do, uh, tout as part of the solution to our problems in this country, Mm -hmm. I trust private enterprise far more than I trust the government to do something and do it right. So, you have Johnson & Johnson, Mm. Moderna, and Pfizer, three well-respected companies that produce drugs that help millions and millions of people all over the world. All the time. But suddenly, in this (laughs) Uh instance, they're out to
1: (laughs) nail us. No, they're out to make a dollar. (laughs) They're getting money for their vaccines, so that's why they're, they're doing this. But the government is giving it to us for free well the government's paying for it right. you and i are getting it for free but that's it isn't nothing is free in this world no, as stan sure. would say i'm sure pfizer and the other
2: companies are going to make a profit from the standpoint that they had to spend time and resources to develop it stop and think about what president get Trump their, did their money for back us. he encouraged three different companies to work independent of one another to come up with a solution and probably felt that only one of them would succeed, but three succeeded. Actually, I think four, a fourth succeeded. Yeah, AstraZeneca too. had
1: AstraZeneca. one. Uh, Merck, well, Merck was in the running for a while, but they got out after about six weeks.
2: And I think they supported someone else. Right, uh, they
1: started manufacturing Johnson & Johnson, Johnson. vaccines. Okay.
2: So, I mean, this is private enterprise that did this. The government didn't come up with it. There was nobody down there saying, how do we poison the people? Yeah, but, you know,
1: <laughs> there's no rational argument against the vaccines. If you want to be an anti-vaxxer and you want to hold on to these conspiracy theories, and yes, you can find a doctor in the Midwest, there's dozens of them across the country who still have their medical license who are spouting misinformation or false information. If you want to believe them over the, you know, the vast majority of folks that are researching this and looking into it and using it, you can do so. But your suspension of disbelief has... to be fantastic if you're going to reject these vaccines. But some folks do. Some folks go into the movies and think that the uh, Fast and Furious movies really happen, and they just happen to be captured on video.
2: I'm not saying they're not entitled to their opinion. They certainly are. And they are certainly entitled not to take the vaccine. The story that I had here, we didn't get to about Black Lives Matter. We will. The director of it talks about the fact that black people have very good reason not to believe that the government has their best interests at heart with respect to medication. Okay, so there's a case where, you know, you you know where you're starting from. You know that there is a hesitancy to believe the government because of past actions. Right. But give me an instance where the government has deliberately set out to harm us.
1: I don't know of any. Well, that's, you just used one.
2: Well, yeah, I mean,
1: other than that one. Uh... Deliberately hopes to harm. And that was back in
2: the the 20s. um, That
1: was 20s and 30s. Well, but you know, harm is in the eye of the beholder. If the if the government were to be doing, again, I'm not arguing this. I'm just saying somebody would say, well, the government's interested in more control, so they're promulgating the vaccine and the disease. Look at all the pushback against Governor Wolf every time he imposes something that relates to making us safer. All right, one of our good listeners yesterday, when we were talking about false reporting by hospitals, sent us this email that's right in the middle. Right,
2: it says, months ago we read in the Daily Item that most deaths were counted in hospitals as COVID deaths because they were getting $35,000 for each report. I cannot tell you when that was in the paper, but a long time ago.
1: Okay, uh, I can't read admit, that. I that one. There you go.
2: So, if the Johnson and Johnson vaccine is a true vaccine based on older technology, not my mRNA technology, why isn't Dan getting that?
1: Well, It still isn't a true vaccine. That's why vaccines create an, uh, an immunity. immunity, and these do not do so. They prepare your body for the virus, so that when you do get it, or if you get it, uh, you can either reject it. You'll have antibodies, and you may not get. It at all if you've been exposed to it, or you don't get it as severely, and you don't get hospitalized, and you don't die. The death rate from vaccinated people, but it people does keep you from getting it low. in
2: some instances. It, it, that makes it harder. Yes, for that's to correct. Get in your body, yep. you it, your body it fights it
1: off before it gets started. Right. All right. Read these and texts. That, and,
2: and immunity is one I'm striving for, isn't it?
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. All right.
2: One of our texts says, "Joe, you say if there was a vax problem, the government will warn us. Is that the government that funded COVID gain of function research under Fauci?" Well, there's still some question about whether that Dr. Fauci denies that, but, you know.
1: But gain of function is is something that's a research term that's being misused in this particular case. But anyway, go ahead.
2: Uh, It's Tech Tuesday on On the Mark. At least I assume that's what they mean. If adverse effects of COVID shot aren't being reported as the Project Veritas report is showing, how can good decisions be made about the drug? Well, they can't be. We looked up Project Veritas, (laughs) and the answer it gets.
1: (laughs) Okay, Google. What is Project Veritas?
8: According to Wikipedia, Project Veritas is an American far-right activist group founded by James O'Keefe in 2010.
1: So a par- far-right activist group is here. to Then tell we ask it what Antifa was, and it came up with
2: this benevolent
1: description <laughs> yes, of that It's a fine local nonprofit organization,
2: uh, right. <laughs> and they have no bias at Wikipedia right. or at the Snopes.
1: Uh, I guess one more of these would be good, right there.
2: Okay. After all, the travelers, uh, after all, the travelers would be fully vaxed. That should raise some serious questions about vax.
1: Yeah, that's in response. Oh, maybe here. Here we go. All
2: right. In November, travelers from 20-some countries were allowed into the USA if fully vaccinated and a negative test or not or negative test. Why would a test be required I guess is the
1: right and then and then they go on to say after all the travelers would be fully vaccinated that would raise some serious questions about the vaccine yeah I'm not sure we only get what is it 150 or something like that there you go all right stand by Al but we'll take more comers 1-800-795-9565 We're back. <laughs> you can call us 1-800-795-9565. It's our telephone number. Mike makes a good point here. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at on onthemarketwkok.com. Text us at 70236. I'm Mark Lawrence. Joe McGranahan is here. Rob Senter, the fabulous producer, ready to answer your call. If you dial that number, 1-800-795-9565, talking about COVID-19, dispelling some myths here and trying to uh, Would you let me read this? inject some facts here we have. <laughs> Have to reset the show as part of. No, we don't. Of, it's we a paid a consultant two thousand dollars a minute to hey, tell I, me I, to reset the reset show. I reset
2: once in the last week when you were gone. I people rest
1: walked, my people case. People walked
2: in. They know what we're talking about. Joe, have you ever have you never heard all the slander and paranoia of the term big pharma going around for at least ten years? I'm not justifying anything they say. I'm just saying there is a lot of mistrust of the drug companies.
1: Right. Yeah. If you ask Wikipedia what what, what big pharma is, they say. Well, they're a benevolent nonprofit organization exclusively interested in helping people. Largely,
2: though, the things that are about that isn't that they're producing drugs that harm people. It's that they're price gouging and they're making inordinate amounts
1: of profit. And a lot of that has been just individual companies and within one company, individuals who have been in leadership positions, not even specifically the boards of directors or investors that are making these kinds of decisions. Ow.
7: <laughs> I like to just believe the good news, but a guy I was talking to yesterday was telling me about his woes, and then I said, I got the vaccine. He says, Oh, you're going to be dead in five years. <laughs> I was like, Oh, thanks that's a lot. That's funny. But that's what some people believe. I mean, this is an old guy, an old retired plumber. And he said he heard a doctor and they shushed the doctor up and they think that uh, he his line of thinking was, since I got the, the jab, um, the so-called vaccine, which isn't really a vaccine, but we're going by that, uh, I'm going to be dead in five years. No, I, don't I'm think
2: like, I don't think you're going to be dead. I think you're going to grow a second nose and a third ear.
7: There's other good news, though, I heard, because I said I'd like just the good news, so I was looking for someone that. The Dernit loses 36% of its uh, efficiency after the year. Now I figure after two years, you know how a battery goes out quicker once it gets down. Maybe it'll be another 45%, and by the time the third year rolls around, I'll still have a little percentage left in me, and then I can come back from there.
2: <laughs> okay, well, if that's the way you want to think, look at it, you're entitled to your opinion.
7: <laughs> well, I, or you could borrow a bunch of money and go on vacation just when the five years is up, then pay it back.
2: Look, I've said in this program many times before, we all have to, I don't think we should be forced to do anything. We all have to decide what we think is the proper level of protection for us, where we're comfortable. In my case, in Mark's case, my family's case, we chose the vaccine because that makes me comfortable that at least I'm doing something proactive that probably is going to benefit me and is less likely to harm me. I also maintain social distancing. Now, let me finish. I also maintain social distancing. I use hand sanitizer every time I get in my car or after I've been in a store or shopping. You know? So I do, the, and I, I do the things that I think are reasonable to protect me. And I'm comfortable with those.
7: i, I, I to my doctor, my preacher, and I said on the show before, I got the Moderna jab, I got the both of them. And uh, people, you know, think because I'm a conservative that I wouldn't do that. But, you know, I have comavidities, which 97% of the people that died of COVID all had three or more con- uh, comavidities, they call them. Okay. There's things wrong with you. But... I know something that kills 189 out of every thousand, and people aren't really worried about that.
2: 189 out of every thousand? Yeah, yeah, right here in the United States.
1: 189 people out of how yeah, many people?
2: A thousand, you said. 189 people well, out why? of a thousand. That's almost
1: 19%. What? This is a virus?
2: Yeah. No, no, no. It's a, It's a sickness of some sort.
1: <laughs> okay. I'll play your silly game. Abortion.
2: What sickness?
1: Abortion. Oh, abortion. Okay.
2: No, and doesn't it kill 100% of
1: everything it touches? <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, abortion kills 100% of the victim. Okay. All right. We got you, Al. Thank you so much.
7: You have a choice on that, too.
1: What? You have a choice on that.
7: Do you live or die.
1: All right. we got one call coming in. Thank you, Al. And another one is waiting for his one minute of fame. One of our listeners sends us a text and says, I have a friend who's against the vaccine, and she's normally a very intelligent decision maker. She's in the medical field, too. She said that she researched all of the vaccine manufacturers' websites and isn't willing to take the risk of the side effects. That's her reason. I told her that every drug she takes has side effects, and she countered with the fact that she does not enjoy taking any medication and she would rather risk getting the virus than being in the one percent says uh, one of our good listeners there and that's so
2: if you had an operation of the doctor said to you listen <laughs> oh here we we're going to perform this surgery on you there is a one percent chance you will die mm-hmm. but 99 percent of the time you're going you're to survive What's well, that's about Sorry, real surgery gonna, but if we don't do anything you will die so okay. what are you going to do
1: well, but see... i to take that chance. Well, that's fine for that... Situation, But COVID-19 isn't like that. You know, most people don't die. Most people don't get that sick. Most people don't die. Very few die. But if you do get it badly, you can die. But if you're vaccinated, generally speaking, you don't die. <laughs> okay. You want to repeat that again? No, can't do. All right. We're going to have a l- one minute before the break and then the break and then Dick's going to be on the line. So let's start that 60 seconds right now. Believe it or don't, Dale's called back for more torture. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark.
6: Yeah, I, this is a conspiracy, but uh, I just want to sh- ask everybody, how you think good skill set Donald Trump and Soros is? Their skill set's pretty high. So i just like to ask our intelligence agency. you got one who occupies the Republican Party, the other influences the Democrat Party. You don't think they're conspiring to bring this nation to its knees because they did it in Bangladesh, both of them, Trump and Soros. They <laughs> think teamed up and they uh, thrown Bangladesh to its knees. This was a couple
2: years ago. So
1: right, right. I don't right, understand.
6: Right. So if we get rid of Trump, we need to get rid of Soros.
1: Have they
2: gotten up yet? Off their knees? They, no, I
6: don't, I'm not sure. But uh, if you look into it, Donald Trump and Soros got caught both conspiring to uh, bring Bangladesh to its knees. All right. uh, I'm just wondering uh, why no one realized their skill set. Their skill set's pretty high and okay. intelligent very slow.
1: All right, we got you, brother. Thank yeah. you so much for calling in. Appreciate the call. Stand by Dick. We'll take more comers, one eight hundred seven 795 We'll be right back. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Don't have any texts at the moment. Uh, those would be sent to 7... Oh, we, we, never mind, we must have texts. So I'll, I'll get those ready while we talk to Dick on the phone. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark.
4: Hey, hey, good morning. I was going for a week. I got into Canada. I got back out. And uh, well, I wanted to say, I didn't listen to the show, obviously, for a week. And I came back here, and it was kind of like a soap opera. It was the same callers, caller day after day, the anti-vaxxers calling in and, and basically talking against the vaccine or whatever they want to call it. And I just, for myself, think that it's, a good, it's a really good thing to get. And I, I would encourage everybody to get it. And I can't be the only person in North America that's actually is, is a pro-vacciner. I can't be. So I'm just thinking, so I'll call and just tell you that. And I'm one to make One, one other point. When we went to Canada, they take this, they take this, this virus really seriously. Even today, we went in place. We went into town, west of Ottawa, to a town about the size of maybe Milton or Lewisburg, or in that realm. And and you still, you still wear a mask in the stores up there. Grocery stores, hardware stores, they still make you ask you to wear a mask. It's right on the door. So they take it pretty seriously up there, and that's one reason that they're, they're, their numbers are really low. I know there's only 40, 40 million people in Canada, but even percentage-wise, their numbers are very low. Okay. And there's, and there's, and obviously, they're, they're getting the vaccine, and I feel I feel really bad for them because I think they're not going to be allowed back in the United States. They're, they're bringing, you know, I, I see no reason not to let them down here. A lot of these people like to go to Florida and Arizona and places like that, North Carolina, in the wintertime. So I, I know they like to go there. I talk to them. They're there now in these different campgrounds, and... The, And I I don't think they're going to get back in again.
2: I think there was a story on the news this morning that the president was loosening up some of those restrictions on Canada.
4: Yes, and Canada was not included. Well, I thought that that was the point of the
2: story. I must have missed something.
4: Because I, 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 I actually listened to, see, to hear that part, and, and I don't think Canada was included again in Mexico. They don't, of course, they don't worry the same way about getting in from Mexico. But they're they very serious about it up there, and I really respect them for that. Now, whether the people down here don't want to get a vaccination, that's fine. The thing, my only other comment, when Dan was like uh, in, in 1957, so he was just pretty 10 or 11, 12 years old, and he didn't worry about getting polio. Most kids, uh, they only, their parents tell them to get this shot, or the doctor tells them they don't even think much about it why they got it.
0: Right. I'm well, just I, saying.
4: I don't think he spent a lot of time thinking about like he does right now, unless he's a hell of a lot smarter back at 10 than he's. I don't
1: believe that most people in the U.S. Uh, are fully accepting of the the uh, effectiveness and the help from the virus, but that's only about three quarters of the U.S. And I think for a lot of folks, they just see it's an area where you could really put your foot down and impose some will. It shouldn't have all that much harm, and so you get to be an anti-vaxxer for a day. And when the pandemic finally subsides, thanks to people getting vaccinated. Well, well
4: my main reason for calling, I just never, I just never really hear anybody but the anti-vaxxers call your show and say they talk against them. Hear many people say, geez, wish everybody get the vaccine. And I wish they would. Thank you.
2: Did you hear yes, us? We you. say that all the time. No, I know, I know, I know <laughs>
4: Mark. I know. And and, and, and I, I know you and you guys both both talk about the vaccine. Other than that, I don't hear a lot of callers talking about it.
1: Okay.
2: And yep.
4: by the way, my brother graduated from pharmacy school and medical school, practiced medicine for 41 years, and he's a pro vacciner. Now, he might not have the same knowledge as Dan Stan and, and whatever, but he's, you know, he only studied this stuff and practice it for 41 years, and he is a pro, he's real pro vaccine, but as like I say, he's got a very limited 41-year background, and well, 50 years with schooling.
2: So, and I'm certain that he researched it before he made that decision. He
4: researches everything. He researches everything. In fact, I'll I'll put one more point. He's got Penn State season football tickets. He never got got them when he was practicing. He has three of them. And he basically will not go to Beaver Stadium. He he missed the first two games. His son and his son-in-law uses his his tickets. And I said, what are you going to do? He said, I'm not sure I'll go this year at all. He mm-hmm. just doesn't want to be around 100,000 people because he knows they're not
1: there. <laughs> yeah, two inches from He doesn't feel it. real safe about it
2: yet. Well, I must admit, when but I he, saw the photos of that whiteout, <laughs> I, I was glad I wasn't there. <laughs> Super spreader.
1: All right. Thank you so much, he Dick. He's just
4: got that limited
2: 50-year knowledge of medicine, uh, not like all your callers have.
1: Gotcha. No, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. Joe, these texts, please start from all the bottom right. and go up.
2: Over on the bottom. Your Wikipedia description of Veritas is left-wing propaganda. Veritas goes after all corruption, no matter what the side. Another text says, It seems there are more whistleblowers exposing leftist corruption. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Okay. And then finally, Veritas exposed Fox News covering up certain stories, and I know Mark doesn't consider them left-wing.
1: Right, yeah, I guess Wikipedia has a left lean. That seems clearer now.
2: Well, it makes the Leaning Tower of Pisa look straight.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. And a man from New Berlin, Pennsylvania, which is surrounded by about six different townships, uh, is on the line. Dan, you're on the mark.
2: Well, one minute. Hey, good morning. like
9: to correct you. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm a- anti-taking the serum shot in the dark. And to Joe... The only reason, if they had a true vaccine, the only reason I wouldn't take it if it was tested for a couple years like they do with most true vaccines, the only reason I'm not gonna take it, I already had the disease. I got the mumps when I was 14 years old I already had the disease when they come out with the mumps vaccine. I didn't quick run to get another vaccine on top of having my natural immunity. That'd be foolish.
2: Fair enough. Okay, there's your minute. Appreciate your call back. Yeah, thank you yeah, so well. Oh,
9: yeah, well, thanks for a whole minute. Well, that's what we give you the second time. time. <laughs> thank you very
2: much. Thank you. Have a great day.
1: Hey, you too, buddy. Thank you. All right, upper right-hand corner, and I, that wraps up the show.
2: In April 1955, soon after mass polio vaccination began in the U.S., the Surgeon General began to receive reports of patients who contracted paralytic polio about a week after being vaccinated with soft polio vaccine from the Cutter Pharmaceutical Company with a paralysis limited to the limb the vaccine was injected into. The Cutter vaccine had been used in vaccinating 200,000 children in the western and midwestern states. Later, investigations showed that the Cutter vaccine had caused 40,000 cases of polio and killed 10.
1: Okay. All right, so that was...
2: Manufacturing error.
1: Right, there you go. All right, thank you everybody for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. We are going to be finding out about a Black Lives Matter incident in New York City. This is WKOK Sunbury.